It was a successful draft for the Cincinnati Bearcats, but what happened to Ivan Pace Jr.? Our Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hope you had a great weekend. Thanks so much for making Locked On Bearcats your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to our Locked On Bearcats YouTube channel and follow it to get an alert every time that we drop a new episode. Today's episode of Locked On Bearcats is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. My name is Alex Frank, your host, each and every day here on Locked On Bearcats, it is Monday, May 1st, and that means we are now 124 days away from the Bearcats season opener against Eastern Kentucky, Saturday, September 2nd at historic Nippert Stadium. Three Bearcats selected in the NFL draft this past weekend. Wide receiver Trey Tucker, the first to go, 100th overall in round three to the Raiders. Tyler Scott going to round four, pick 133. To the Bears and then Josh Wiley, <clears throat> excuse me, pick number 147, a fifth round pick to the Tennessee Titans. So those were the three who were drafted. Then you had six undrafted free agents headlined by Ivan Pace Jr. signing with the Minnesota Vikings. I'm gonna be honest. The the biggest the biggest takeaway from me this draft weekend, and I I I don't like the fact that it this to me kind of clouds the the um how how do I say this the excitement surrounding Trey Tucker, Josh Wiley, and uh, Tyler Scott. But the biggest takeaway from me this weekend was was just Ivan Pace, and to put into perspective how shocking and stunning. Him not being drafted is. Dane Brugler had him as a fourth-round grade. And supposedly, as I saw Justin Williams from The Athletic tweet out over the weekend, he was he walked at graduation on Saturday. Congratulations to him and all the Bearcats who graduated. And then he went back home to watch the draft at, a dra- I believe, a draft party with his parents at his parents' house. And he did not get drafted. Rounds four through seven. Graded as a fourth round pick. And he did not get drafted. It's shocking. Stunning. Here's a guy who this past season. Ivan Pace Jr. this past season. And you wonder why he was so good last year for the Bearcats. Last year, Ivan Pace had 137 tackles, 21 and a half tackles for loss, three forced fumbles, four passes defended, a unanimous All-American, American Athletic Conference Defensive Player of the Year, led the American Athletic Conference in tackles and tackles for loss, and he went undrafted. How does that happen? Like, I, I just think about Darian Beavers what was drafted in, I believe, the fifth round, fifth or sixth round, I believe the fifth, by the Giants last year. 
and he didn't have he didn't nearly have the numbers Ivan Pace had. And Darian Beavers is also debatable, debatably an undersized linebacker. Guys, there is a just a genuine shock that I'm feeling that Ivan Pace did not get drafted. Not one team needed him. Not one team wanted him. It's amazing to me. As I'm speaking to you this morning, or whenever you're listening to this, that Ivan Pace Jr., yes, he's with an NFL team, with the Minnesota Vikings. Great franchise to be with. But he's an undrafted free agent. He's signed as an undrafted free agent. I just think about... You saw the way he played. And you saw, and you read the, descri- the description from Dame Brugler. You have to think that he is going to be relentlessly driven. And when you are overlooked or go undrafted, that can only add fuel to the fire. And Ivan Pace Jr. already plays, doesn't take plays off. He is a great player who went undrafted. It, it might honestly be the shock of the weekend. The fact that a unanimous All-American, a unanimous All-American went undrafted. It's, it's just as puzzling to me as it probably is for you. But I don't want this to take away from having three Bearcats drafted this weekend. Because even though this wasn't like last year where we had nine, we still saw three players get drafted. And I'm happy with all three where with all three of them went. I'll explain why after I explain to you how this episode of Lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now new customers can get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action that America's number one sports book, visit fanduel.com slash lockdown and get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's fanduel.com slash lockdown. Fanduel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager, only $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas. Under an agreement with the Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. In Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgambling.com, ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, gamblinghelplinema.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts. Visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit one or visit www.1800gambler.net 1800gambler.net rather in West Virginia. All right, so I like to obviously focus on the 
Bearcats who were drafted this weekend, and there were three who were. Trey Tucker, Tyler Scott, and Josh Wiley, and all are deserving. All are deserving to be drafted. Let's start with Trey Tucker, who went in the third round pick number 100 to the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm a big fan of this pick because you're seeing this guy go to a historic franchise, a franchise that values wide receivers, a franchise that values speed, a franchise that you don't really know the state of. I mean, the Raiders, yes, had a down season last year. They finished 6-11. and In a season where there were high expectations. Now, when I look at Trey Tucker, I look at his blazing speed. I look at the ways the Bearcats used him last year. They would use him, or not just last year, but they would use him with jet sweeps. They would use him on the outside. They'd use him a kick returner. And I think the Raiders can find ways to use him. Because what I think of the Raiders, I think of Devontae Adams, but now that Darren Waller's gone, I feel like, you know, who's your number two guy? Foster Moreau, sadly, and wishing him all the best, has leukemia. And so he's not there. Hunter Renfro's there, but he's coming off an injury. So you need that other guy on the perimeter. What I also like about it is, you have a guy in Jimmy G playing quarterback. And I know Jimmy G sometimes gets a bad rap. Why? Jimmy G has this. Jimmy G has had a very good career. He's very good at getting the ball to certain receivers. And you look at what he did in San Francisco, and now he's going to do it in Las Vegas. So I think he's in a, I think he's in a, a great, I mean, the Raiders culture, you can, you know, say what you will about it. You can say what you will about the organization. I will say this, Josh McDaniels being their head coach. And we obviously know the success that he had in New England. And now he's trying to duplicate it in Las Vegas. I look at the Raiders as a spot where Trey Tucker can really can really thrive there. Josh uh, Josh McDaniels, by the way, is not the offensive coordinator. The offensive coordinator is Mick Lombardi. Now, I don't know if McDaniels called the plays, but for more on that, uh, you can check out Locked On Raiders, hosted by your boy Q. So that's Trey Tucker. Tyler Scott goes to the Bears. I think this is a great pick because it gives Justin Fields, who I still really like, I give, it gives Justin Fields a a legitimate receiver to throw the ball to. If we look at the Bears roster right now, if we were to look at the Bears roster, and see the receivers that they have, it is very very thin. I, I excuse me. We look at the receivers. Right now they have Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, DJ Moore, Dante Pettis, Adam Tyler Scott. They have Equinemius St. Brown. That's a pretty solid receiving core, actually. But I feel like Tyler Scott, with his big playmaking abilities and yards after catch, I think you're going to see a really potentially a really good connection between him and Justin Fields. And Justin Fields needs that. He hasn't had that legitimate 
over-the-top weapon that so many quarterbacks in the NFL have or have had. But now you feel like Tyler Scott could be that for Justin Fields. And then finally, Josh Wiley to the Tennessee Titans. Now, how do I feel about this pick? Well, the Titans are a really interesting team. Because I don't know who they're going to have this year personnel-wise. Are they going to have Ryan Tannehill? Are they going to have Derrick Henry? The answer is I don't know. But when I look at Josh Wiley and the way the Titans have played football over the years, and yes, they had A.J. Brown, who was really good for them, and they've had some other good receivers, but they've all but but when I whenever I've watched them over the last 10 years, their best receiving option normally has been a tight end. I'm not saying Josh Wiley is gonna walk in there and immediately make an impact. But when we look at the Titans roster right now, and I'm saying that the Titans heavily utilize their tight ends, the Tennessee Titans right now at tight end have Thomas Odokoya, Shiguzaim Okonkwo, Kevin Reeder, Justin Rigg, Trayvon Wesco. You don't really know any of those players. Josh Wiley is going to have an opportunity to carve out a name for himself. Now, receivers, they have Traylon Burks, Chris Moore, Nick Westbrook, Akina. But that's not really anything special. Yes, they have Derrick Henry, and that's who their offenses run through. Also this year for the Titans, do they have a new offensive coordinator? Yes, Tim Kelly, after the departure of um, Todd Downing. So really, it, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with Josh Wiley in Tennessee. You know, how much how much playing time he gets, what kind of role he ends up getting, does he make it through training camp? And that's the thing, you know, these Bearcats have to, you know, earn a spot on the 53-man roster through training camp, through the preseason survive cut down days, but it's it's really, really great to look at these players and where they're going. Up next, we touched on one earlier. Didn't, well, we didn't really get into how he can fit in with, or how I think he can fit in with the team that signed him, but we'll get into the undrafted free agents. Six Bearcats signed as undrafted free agents. You got to love that. Headlined by Ivan Pace Jr. going to Minnesota, a defense that is in clear need of some juice. They, last year, the uh, Vikings' defense was atrocious. Their defensive coordinator, Ed Donatel, fired after the season, which the Vikings lost to the Giants in the wildcard round of the playoffs. The Vikings, they need someone on, on defense. And I'm not saying Ivan Pace is the biggest guy, but I'm saying that he might be a really good player. And when you go undrafted, and we've seen this, when you go undrafted, that puts a chip on, because you you can't, as far as I know, you can't go through the draft again. So huge pickup potentially for Minnesota. Will Huber going to the Minnesota Vikings as an undrafted free agent. Here's a bigger guy, someone who I, I think given his leadership, I think given his driven personality, I think you're going to see a really strong effort from him as he tries to carve out a spot on the 53-man roster. Arquan Bush, defensive back, going to Seattle, pairing with teammate Kobe Bryant. Potentially, now, Seattle does have 
two really good corners, Bryant and Tariq Woolen, who is, I think he led, did he lead the NFL interceptions last year? He had like, he had like six interceptions at one point last season. So does Arquan Bush carve out a role there for the Seahawks? Next up, Charles McClellan running back to Tennessee. I think this is just a depth piece signing, but then again, really happy for Chuck, especially given all that he's been through with two AC, two ACL surgeries. You really, really love to see this guy on the roster. All right. Lorenz Metz going to the Chicago Bears. Offensive lineman, happy for him. He's persevered a lot. His story's great from Germany, comes here, you know, battles through injuries, was a starter for the Bearcats on their playoff team. So happy to see that paying off. And then tight end Leonard Taylor to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, obviously, the Jaguars have an established tight end in Evan Ingram, but really happy for Leonard Taylor. Here's a guy, local kid from Springfield, Ohio. It's up near where I live um, in Oakwood. Just a tremendous uh, career for him, you know, eventually carving out a role as a starter. You know, him and Josh Wiley, you could argue, were two of the best tight ends in the country. I do wish they both would have gotten drafted. And that's the thing about this draft class is that only three were drafted, but at the same time, it definitely is great to see three drafted in what was a quote-unquote down year, and then six signed as undrafted free agents. That's it, it is kind of an insult that they didn't get drafted, but yeah, we still want you, but hey, still nine Bearcats are with NFL teams right now. That's going to do it for me today here on Locked On Bearcats. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every single day, I'm on Twitter at Frankie underscore Natty with two N's and an ATI. Instagram, AlexFranknet underscore email, alex3frankagmail.com. Have a great rest of your Monday. Have a great first day of May. And I'm Alex Frank for Lockdown Bearcats, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.